Dolphins recognized their friends by tasting their urine. A thief returned with a stolen television stuck to his head by a sorcerer. And a sheep was sentenced to three years in jail for killing an old woman. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in a closet in Los Angeles. Wee! <laughs> Dolphins can recognize their friends by the taste of their pee. It's the sound of science. Let's learn a little bit about dolphins and how they make friends and recognize friends. Scientists have actually discovered that bottlenose dolphins can recognize each other through taste, specifically the taste of their urine. Well, that's a big surprise. Um, although, I mean, I can recognize my friends through the taste of their bodily fluids. Um, I do so at my orgies regularly. Just kidding, guys. That's an orgy joke. All right, moving on. Um, this was published in the Journal of Science Advances. We got researchers at the Austin State University and the University of St. Andrews in Scotland. They worked together. They found that dolphins can identify other individual dolphins just through the taste of their pee-pee. Now, the researchers discovered this while they were trying to find out more about dolphins' signature whistles. These whistles are specific calls that they develop to refer to themselves. Essentially, dolphins come up with their own name, believe it or not. Uh, but the researchers didn't know whether these work in the same way as human names. You know, if you name your best friend, you picture them in your head, correct? Well, scientists wanted to know if dolphins similarly recognize the names of other dolphins in the same way. So they tested this by matching the whistles to a different sense. Now, to do this, they needed to match and mismatch the whistle to a different sense as another way of identifying the animal. If another dolphin responded more to the match or the mismatch, it would show they knew which individual that it belonged to. Um, this is where the urine comes in. You guys are like, get to the part about the urine and how they taste it. So weird. Well, the scientists recalled anecdotes of dolphins swimming through excretion plumes, you know, plumes of urine in the water. And when they swam through these excretion plumes, oftentimes their mouths would be open. Obviously, they were drinking the excretions. But why? You know, dolphins can't smell because they don't have an olfactory bulb. Did you know that dolphins can't smell? I didn't know that. They got such large snouts, I just assumed they could smell. Researchers theorized they must somehow use the taste of urine to gather information about the owner of the urine. Now, after collecting some samples from dolphins in lagoons in Bermuda and Hawaii, which had been trained to give urine for health assessments, they put the urine in a little cup at the end of a very long pole and poured it in front of a dolphin while playing the whistle of another dolphin. Researchers measured how long the dolphins sampled the urine, opening their mouths and running their tongue through the water, and if the dolphins' responses changed when the pee came from a familiar or unfamiliar dolphin, According to the whistle, dolphins kept their mouths open longer when encountering the urine of an individual that was familiar to them, turns out. When the urine sample also matched the correct signature whistle for the dolphin it came from, they hovered around the underwater speaker for longer than when the sound and the pee did not match. This told them that dolphins can recognize others through taste alone, something no other vertebrae has been shown to do. So that's a big deal. Now, these strange findings open doors to other questions around what they might be learning from these urine trails. There's lots of powerful avenues for future research, but more science is needed. So it sounds like the team may be 
pouring over dolphins for a while longer. Right, guys? Pouring, right? Because it's a, it's a liquid? Urine? Hey. Well, maybe I did a wee too many puns in this one. Hey, we, right? Huh? We? No? Anything? Okay. A man in Kenya returned a stolen television that was stuck to his head because of a witch doctor's spell. I know, this is a crazy title. I'm not really sure this is a true story. It's on Coast to Coast AM, the, <laughs> the website. So I like it, though. I found one other article about it, so maybe it is accurate. Let's get into it anyways. This is weird. It's... Uh, it's a story out of Kenya. A man was suspected of stealing a television. He returned to the scene of the crime with the television set apparently stuck to his head due to the spell of a witch doctor. And there's a photo of the man with the TV on his head, but it's hard to say that this is stuck to his head or he's just using that as a form of carrying things. You know, certain parts of the world, they carry stuff on their head pretty skillfully. Uh, you know, it seems like an pretty easy way to transport a television just stick it on your head like that i gotta be honest according to the media the bizarre tale of crime and justice recently unfolded in the town of kakamega after a near dweller robbed a resident's house i love the word near dweller near dweller understandably upset at having fallen victim to the burglary and seemingly left with no other recourse the homeowner took some action it's like i can't get my tv back I I'm not a strong individual. I don't, I don't have weapons, and I, I don't know where the burglar might have went. So I'm going to go to my witch doctor, my local witch doctor, to get some revenge here. He was hoping to recover the lost property, and he had a witch doctor cast a spell. I mean, they're still casting spells in certain areas of the world, like sorcerers, like Merlin. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I played Dungeons and Dragons. I know about spells, right? I was a I was a magic user, level 8. Had some pretty cool spells working for me. Yeah, like the uh, attach a television to your head skull. That was extremely potent. You know, a goblin trying to attack me. You know, but now the, the goblin has a television attached to its face. It's much more difficult for the goblin to attach, attack you. It's a very potent spell. <laughs> the attach the TV to the face. <laughs> okay. So shortly after this witch doctor performed some kind of ritual, residents of Kakamega were astonished by the sudden appearance of a man sporting a stolen television on top of his head. The individual who is now believed to be behind the break-in and the theft claimed that the TV, the TV set was somehow stuck to him. <laughs> Adding an additional layer of strangeness to the story, the accused thief was said to have been attacked by a swarm of bees as well. When he went back home... <laughs> All right. Hey, if you could somehow get a swarm of bees to attack somebody using a sorcerer spell, that's pretty potent. The TV thing. Ah. Upon arriving at the resident, the clearly repentant thief not only returned the television, but he actually went so far as to set it up for the owner. <laughs> set it up for them. <laughs> yeah, he set up his Xbox for him and all that. So he really felt guilty. He even made him some honey from all the bees that were living inside his mouth. Okay, so having essentially confessed to the crime, the man was subsequent, subsequently, quote, freed from the witch doctor's spell by a way of a series of rituals so that he could be taken into custody by the police where he will presumably face a less supernatural form of justice for stealing this property. While some saluted the sorcerer for a job well done, since the community has been plagued by break-ins in recent months, not everyone was convinced that what they saw was genuine, though. 
To that end, a number of skeptical residents theorized that perhaps the stuck television was really just an elaborate ruse aimed at generating customers for the witch doctor, which sounds plausible, though how the magician managed to conjure up a swarm of bees to attack the man is something of a mystery. And that's the end of the story. I buy that this could be a ruse aimed at generating customers for the witch doctor, for sure. It doesn't explain the bees, though. But, you know, as a witch doctor, you got to do what you have to do to get business these days. It's tough in 2022 to convince people of sorcery. It really is. I don't, and only in certain parts of the world can you even pull it off. The sort of uh, spell casting and curses and whatnot. I've covered many stories about people casting spells and curses and people believing in this stuff. So, But, it, you know, the sphere of people that buy into this sort of hocus-pocus is diminishing as we get more and more technologically advanced and more and more people have smartphones. You know, you learn more about the world and you can cut through illusions better with a smartphone. You know, I'd imagine there's a lot of children that get smartphones very early in life and they realize quickly that some of the fictional characters that we try and thrust into their lives at an early age are actually not real, such as, you know, the guy that comes around Christmas and the Easter situation, you know. People are waking up to this stuff a lot a lot earlier because of technology. And I'd imagine witch doctors are struggling right now to stay in business. I do have some advice for struggling witch doctors out there whose business seems to be tanking. Just sort of pivot into another area of sorcery, such as astrology or tarot or something. I still see... Uh, you know, in Southern California, there's a lot of storefronts still that have psychics. And so you could still survive this way, I think. A sheep goes to jail for killing a lady. That's right. A sheep was sentenced for killing an old woman. This occurred in South Sudan. The ram was sentenced to three total years in jail for allegedly headbutting an old woman to death in South Sudan. Headbutting her to death. Maybe this ram has terrible vision. It didn't realize that it wasn't another ram. Instead, it was a woman. Or maybe the woman looked like a ram. I don't know. I've seen some, I've seen some humans in this world that look like they might be animals. The owner of the ram is obviously in big-time trouble. Uh, the owner has been asked to hand over five cows to the family of the victim as compensation. Yeah, this, is, this is an area of the world where you, you hand over livestock for compensation. Fascinating that this still happens. But it does. The kind of place where you can be killed by a ram, apparently. According to the Sudan media, Rumbek police in the Lakes State of South Sudan. Who'd have thought there's a Lakes State in such a dry place like Sudan? But apparently there is. I'm going to guess the lakes are pretty dry, but what do I know? I've never been to Sudan. I'm not against it. Um, and I'm not really afraid of rams either. I think I can take one down, really. Okay, so they took custody of this ram. I love that. How did you arrest the ram? You just put cuffs around its antlers. Do they call them antlers? What do they call them on a ram? Okay, so this happened last weekend when the woman was killed. The ram reportedly attacked the lady, butted her on the chest of all places several times. Yeah, that'll give someone a heart attack. You get butted in the chest several times by a ram. Not a pleasant feeling. I'd imagine a lot of us don't have ram insurance. There's probably no insurance anyways in South Sudan. They're, they're handing over livestock for compensation. Of course there's no insurance. Uh, they do have laws around this livestock in the Lakes State. It's very customary 
for any pet that kills an individual, uh, that individual or family is awarded the pet as compensation to the family of the deceased. So they also have to give him the ram as well. I don't know if I would want the ram that killed my granny, to be honest with you. I, every time I looked at that ram, I'd think of my dead granny who was pounded in the chest by the ram. That wouldn't make me very pleased on a daily basis. And while we're at it, let's talk about the compensation of five cows for the dead lady. That's just like if if I if I'm killed and the family's handed over only five cows, I'm going to be very disappointed. I feel like I'm at least a dozen cow worthy human being and maybe some throw some chickens in there as well. Like if I'm if I'm killed by your livestock, like hand over 10 cows, 20 chickens, maybe a goose or something, a couple alpaca. Just throw those in there. Yeah, five cows. That's not very... What does that say about the life of that lady? You know what I mean? I have a question also about what's going to happen to the ram. It's in jail for three years. Like, what? How does that work? Do you? Is it a farm slash jail where you put the ram to work for the local jail? I, I don't understand the jail situation. Um and lastly, are there animal lawyers over in Sudan or other places where livestock can be convicted? <laughs> that sounds like a, a great opportunity for some sort of animated series on Adult Swim. <laughs> like, like Jacob Eagleton, camel attorney. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I only represent camels. Hi, and this is the outro of this episode of Weird AF News. And I want to thank you for riding it out with me. And uh, I want to thank everybody who reached out to me over the last couple of days with emails and, and phone calls. I'm going to publish a couple calls at the end of this if you want to stick around for that. I got a lovely review on iTunes, also known as Apple Podcasts, by a user HDJSOCGSBLA. I can't even, it's just a bunch of letters. I don't know if this is anything uh, as far as a real username goes. But it's five stars, and the title is Good Luck With Your Life, Man. So, uh, And then the review is, this is such a great podcast. Jonesy is super funny and will definitely make you laugh at the non-political-based news that we never hear of. Sometimes the news articles aren't funny but still pretty weird, which is also a plus. You get all sorts of weird news, and you get to hear some jokes at the same time. So why not listen to this podcast? Anyways, good luck with your life, man. Good luck with your life, man. Yeah, this is a sweet review. I don't know who left this, but I'm so grateful for you. I, I appreciate you taking the time to do it. And you gave me five stars, which I love you for that. I really do. I mean, you could have easily gave me three stars, and I would have been pleased. But you gave me the full five. Wow. And it's just a lovely write-up as well. Thank you so much. These kind of reviews really make me smile. Um, a lot of people hit me up saying good luck with your life, man, and that made me feel really good as well. So thank you for doing that. Uh, if you guys would like to send me a message, or you can even call the show if you like any of these stories and you want to respond, uh, 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Tomorrow's Friday, just FYI, so we're going to be doing Florida Friday. So if you want to email me any sort of Florida-related news from the past week or so, please send it on over. Because on Friday, we only do weird news out of Florida, baby. You know how it works. So send on those articles if you come up with them. If you'd like to support the show, join the Patreon. I've been putting a lot of content in there, including a shirtless video of me answering uh, Q&A questions from the patrons. And uh, what else is in there? Oh, man, tons of stuff is in there. Tons of good, weird content. The Patreon is patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. 
And uh, yeah, so appreciate that. If you want to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, that's very cool. But what's more helpful is if you could help spread the word about Weird AF News, which is something that it doesn't cost anything to do. Just tell a friend or uh, share it on social media if you'd like. That'd be super appreciative. And um, I'm very grateful for your time today. And we'll see you tomorrow, okay? All right. Bye-bye. Yay! The power of cannabis compels you. The power of the cannabis compels you. Oh, Jonesy, I can't believe this story for a moment. I puffed on one, two, three different bow fingers at a time. Ain't never thought of uh, uh, dismembering my lower uh, nether regions. Uh, this man, this man, whether he's repenting for his sins for smoking some Omera Jane, uh, he is uh, deranged. All right? Uh, thank you. Hello, Mr. Jonesy. This is Dumutran. Uh, please, I ask in advance apologies for my bad English-speaking voice. Uh, it uh, not be very good English, but I try very hard. I thank you for yesterday's show. You make me laugh out loud many, many times when you do joke about a uh, woman in uh, American state of Maine who uh not able to do the job of uh, dog catcher or license other things like driver's license or everything. She just do the job that she able to do. She do uh, her job and not other ones that are not available for her to do. I laugh out loud many, many times. So I say also thank you for Florida Friday's story of woman who hit boyfriend or husband with uh Bag of salad mix. Very, very funny. Ha, <laughs> I laugh out loud. Ha, 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 So let us pray to the comedy gods that Jonesy stay happy and healthy. So to comedy gods, uh, Lenny Bruce, Sam Kinison, Louis Anderson, Norm MacDonald, and others, we say, let us pray. Jonesy be safe and happy and healthy and remain, co- remain funny all times. I ravish the day that I get to meet him. He loves his his uh, fans so much, his listeners. It is obviously uh, that he care. It's obvious. Uh, yes, it is obvious. And I say that for people that not like him, they just big babies. They should put on a bib. That's right, a bib. And I say, uh, Jonesy, it's, uh, you, you have many fans. You gain many, many. You, uh, crew ton and ton of vigil, vis, uh, fans to your uh, podcast. And I say that you're my favorite Boston boy. That's right. That's right. And, um, you, you, so natural comedy. You do it with, uh, cheese. Such ease. Yes. Yes. And uh, that's why you remain my favorite comedy comedian. And I say that all the women after you do show, they want to come to your dressing room. And uh, they they want to uh, have their way with you. That's right. That's right. They want to toss your salad. That's the way they want to feel about you. And that's why you remain my favorite comedian. Okay. So we say, Jonesy, thank you, thank you, thank you. And... Good luck with your life, man. And I say in the name of the comedy god, Mitch Hedberg, amen. Thank you, Jonesy. Good luck with your life, man. Yay!